the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You have done evil. You have done wrong. You deserve punishment in eternal hell forever. But Jesus has taken your place. That justice has been accomplished through the crucifixion of Jesus. And then Jesus, after paying for your debt of justice, has given you mercy. And he's forgiven you and and tells you to go and sin no more. And that is the example we are given by our elder brother, the Lord Christ, to go and do likewise. Hi, welcome to Study Verse by Verse, online at highlands.us. Today, we are back in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and Romans chapter 12, as we turn our attention to the gift of mercy, just exactly what it is and how we live it out. Here's Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands right here in San Bruno with today's Study Verse by Verse. Now, it's easy to have mercy towards a victim. And it's a lot more difficult to have mercy towards the perpetrator of an evil act. It's easy to give uh, mercy to uh, the victim, a rape victim, or uh, an abuse victim. It's a lot harder to give mercy towards the rapist or the molester, or the one who did the abuse. Now, how can one have this mercy towards others who cause injury? Well, people who have this gift have an acute awareness of their own inclination towards sin. They know that, but for the grace of God, there go I. If it wasn't for God, it would be me. And so all of us as believers need to have a degree of this gift. Now, my wife has often remarked to me uh, that when someone cuts me off on a freeway, I almost never say anything derogatory. Almost. (laughs) And so when I do say something, my wife is very quick to point it out. And uh, one of the reasons I'm really slow to condemn a mistake that somebody else makes on the road is because I am very aware of the mistakes that I I have made and I can make. You know, I I was 16 years old. I'd only been on the road for a few months. And I was doing a lane change. And I didn't realize it, but I almost pushed a car into the center divider. Almost caused an accident. Now, the reason that I know that is because that car was a police car. (laughs) I found that out within about 100, 200 yards. And I got pulled over, and they asked me for my autograph. uh, But I'm aware of the mistakes that I I can make. It just happened a few weeks ago. In the last number of weeks, I was going up Skyline. I wasn't paying as much attention as I should have. I did a lane change, and I cut right in front of somebody, and they wanted to make sure that I knew it, so they came around and cut me off. And, you know, I, I, I can make mistakes. We, it's, and and when, we have, when we have an understanding that we make mistakes, we can make mistakes, it makes us a bit more merciful toward, towards others 
who make mistakes. There but for the grace of God, if it wasn't for God's protection on me, I'd be there. There go I. Many years ago, Matthew Henry, a well-known Bible scholar, was once robbed of his wallet. And uh, knowing that it was his duty to give thanks to God in everything, he contemplated and prayed about the event, and then he wrote this down in his diary. He said, first, let me be thankful because he never robbed me before. Uh, Second, because although he took my purse, he did not take my life. Third, because although he took all I possessed, it was not much. Typical pastor. And fourth, because it was I who was robbed and not I who robbed. Matthew Henry said, thank God it was not I who robbed. There but for the grace of God go I. Every Christian should have mercy because of the mercy that God has extended to us. And if we don't have mercy towards others, it's because we really don't understand the holiness of God and the vileness of our unholiness. Through Isaiah, God said it is our sin that separates us from God. Each and every day, each and every one of us sin, whether it's in thought or word or deed. We we sin probably dozens of times before we ever get out of the house in the morning. And those sins all stack up. And what the scriptures tell us that because God desired to have relationship with us, he dealt with the sin problem. He took our sin, put our sin on Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ went to Calvary's cross to pay the wages of our sin so that we could stand in the presence of holy God as though we had never sinned, clothed in the righteousness of Christ. God has extended to us incredible mercy. And when we understand and appreciate the mercy that God has extended towards us, that should make us more apt to be merciful towards others. And there are some people who have an abundance of mercy towards others. These people look at perpetrators as also being victims. Victims of the influence of sin that is rampant in our world. They don't dismiss what it's done, but they recognize that each and every one of us has within us a capacity, an incredible capacity for evil. That each of us have thought and said and done things for which we should spend eternity in hell. Pastor Mark Driscoll wrote, So those with the gift of mercy see the perpetrator of evil and do not excuse them. Do not diminish what they have done. Do not dismiss the harm that they have caused. But they understand the gospel and the cross of Christ Jesus and the doctrine of propitiation. And they say, you are evil. You have done evil. You have done wrong. You have violated someone whom God made and loves. You deserve punishment in eternal hell forever. But Jesus has taken your place. That justice has been accomplished through the crucifixion of Jesus. And then Jesus, after paying for your debt of justice, has given you mercy. And he's forgiven you and and tells you to go and sin no more. Now, we mentioned earlier that all of the spiritual gifts are manifest in Jesus' life. So I'll ask you the question, did Jesus have the gift of mercy? And the answer is yes. There are so many examples of mercy in Jesus. For instance, in John 8, it tells us the story of the woman caught in adultery. 
As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. And they put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and he wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer and so he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down and he he wrote in the dust. And when the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Why are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Now, who wrote the law, Thou shalt not commit adultery? God did. Jesus is God. That was his law. In that crowd that day, who was sinless? Only Jesus. So Jesus could have picked up the first stone, but he didn't. He had mercy towards that lady who would otherwise have no hope. As Jesus was hanging on the cross, he was surrounded by people who mocked him. The religious leaders had put him to death because they were jealous of him and his popularity. They had entertained false witness. They had broken the rules of due process in order to expedite the sentencing and execution. Their intent was clearly evil. The ends justify the means. They were convinced they were doing God a favor by putting the blasphemer to death. And if it took lying, cheating, and murder to accomplish it, so be it. Because the ends justify the means. And yet, as Jesus hung on the cross suffering, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus saw those who mocked him and crucified him as victims of spiritual ignorance and blindness, who crucified him because they didn't really know what they were really doing. Now, when we read these scriptures, we perceive that those who sent Jesus to the cross knew exactly what they were doing. They were intentionally doing evil. And yet Jesus asked his father to forgive them, for they knew not what they were doing. And people who have this gift look on others who are engaged in sinful behavior as though they really don't know what they're doing. As though they've been lied to and they bought the lie. As though they're under some kind of a a mind-altering influence or addiction. As if, if they really knew what they were doing, they wouldn't do it. Now, Ephesians chapter 2 describes the unbeliever as being spiritually dead. And one of the characteristics of death is being unaware or non-responsive. If an animal's crossing the road, it gets killed, it becomes unaware. It's not aware that the asphalt's getting hot because the sun is beating down in the middle of the day. It's unaware. 
It's unaware that the asphalt is getting cold because the sun has gone down and the night has come. It's unaware. It's unaware that another car is coming. He's going to be run over again. It's unaware. Spiritual death is being unaware. You know, we look upon someone who is blind. Sometimes they stumble over things because they don't see it. Because they're unaware. And when a blind person stumbles over something that they're unaware of, we don't laugh at them. We don't condemn them. We don't make fun of them. Because they're unaware. They can't see. We have mercy and compassion towards those who cannot see. We're not aware. And that is where we'll close out today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands right here in San Bruno. Taking a look at that gift of mercy and the source of it really encourages us to express it ourselves as well. Information about today's program or Church of the Highlands in San Bruno can be found on our website, highlands.us. Pay us a visit, highlands.us. Until tomorrow, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.